Welcome to the Complete Fitness Podcast with Core 4 Complete Fitness. Your episode is starting in 3, 2, 1. All right. One. Happy anniversary. We did it. We are here. The 52nd episode of the Complete Fitness Podcast. They said it couldn't be done. One year of potting. And here we are, 52. That means once a week for the entire year of 2021, we came at you with a podcast to talk about Lord knows what. Everything. Hopefully... After these 52 weeks, you guys have learned something, found something valuable. Um, before we get going, guys, we got a whole bunch of stuff we're going to talk about. But like always, if you could share it, um, subscribe to the podcast. You get an alert whenever we do one of these. But um, like we said, this has been a busy year. And if you found something valuable, something that helped you out in the past year, um, share it on social media, share it with your friends, post it on Facebook. It would help us out a ton since we are just doing this with our own our own vocal cords and uh that's it let's begin shall we yeah um so we were gonna do just kind of like a recap of the past year yeah. uh both podcast wise both what's going on in the world in our lives and kind of give you guys a rundown we went through and looked at the podcast that had the most listens. Um, we're able to see that from our end as far as how well a podcast does. And that way you can see trends and see things for, you know, we don't, we aren't professional podcasters by any means, but people do this for literally their living. And so there's a bunch of analytics and things and you learn trends and, and what to do, what not to do. So it's all tracked for us. So we went through and list, lit, looked at Jesus and listed um, what happened to be our highest listens. And so in preparation for this podcast, I listened to a few of them. Um, I was listening to one just on the way here to kind of refresh myself because I don't know about you, but I don't really listen to the podcast after it's out, after I make I hate it. hearing my own voice. <laughs> yeah, where so I just go, it's out there, it's done. It's done. I don't want to hear myself now. When we first started, I did. It was more exciting and new and i was like oh i hope i sounded okay but then as it's gone on i'm like i don't like torturing myself by listening to myself so um it was fun to go back and listen and kind of relearn some things remember conversations um that we may have had our number one listen was our very first episode which i guess makes sense right it was more kind of hype built up what's What's this core four podcast going to be? It was Corey solo. And he talked about the myth of perfection. Do you remember how that podcast went at all? Yeah. So when a nutshell, it was about actually starting the podcast and saying that I had had this idea for the past year and I didn't want to do it. And I was doing these weekly calls with the gym members and eventually wanted to turn it into a podcast, but I didn't know anything about how to do it. And instead of just kind of, diving into it, learning it, and growing and becoming better at it for the past year and a half. I just didn't do anything. And I, in the back of my brain, I'm like, damn it, I should really start this. But in a nutshell, it was about how that kind of holds us back and how many things in our lives we don't try for or don't accomplish because we're worried about not being great at it or not being 
you know, perfect being perfect or it's going to take me time to learn this or how are people going to think if I'm not great at something and that holds us back from a lot of it. So rather than just taking whatever it is, sending it out there, who cares what people think or say, um, ultimately you're in control of your world and, uh, you can see, and I hope that we've gotten better over the 52 weeks, but, uh, but yeah, you learn all these things along the way, and it only starts by doing something and not worrying about being perfect or trying to compare yourself to anybody else. Um, and in terms of even health and fitness, people think they have to, you know, block off their life for three months and you have to get in shape. And I'm never, I have a party and I, I have this to go to, and then it's my birthday, and maybe I'll wait till next month. And Again, that just holds you back. So rather than just starting something and go, yeah, I'm going to have a weekend here or there that might mess me up a little bit, you starting and giving it 95% is better than holding back at zero. Yeah. So that was it in a nutshell, basically. It was a good one. That was the one that I listened to. Um, it's so funny to listen back just technically because it was all echoey. Remember we were... Oh, recording yeah. the first few we, we had that weird echo going on we didn't know where to record um and all that kind of stuff but i did like that it was called the myth of perfection because perfection really is a myth nobody's perfect and even the people that we view in society as perfect you know real successful people they've messed up so many people <laughs> unintentionally burned bridges had bad relationships failed they've done so many things that we personally individually see as failures for ourselves you know if you went and got in a big fight with a childhood friend and and ruined a relationship you might hang on to that and and feel you know sad or angry or whatever it may be and that limits your perfection um but then you see all of these people that we view as society as successful whether it's a movie star or just a billionaire or whatever it is and they've done that too right so Nobody is perfect. So this idea of perfection um, and then what we hold ourselves to is very interesting for you to touch on that in the world of your business and then your podcast um, on top of that to, to don't let it hold you back knowing it's not going to be perfect. But if you get through more good days than bad days and build off that and build off that, you could have something to stand on. And I think so far that is correct. And people only like with the perfection thing and social media now, everybody only shows you the good stuff. Mm -hmm. Nobody, I mean, you get the people that say bitch and moan about, oh, I had a bad day on social media, whatever that is. But for the most part, people only show you the good stuff. They only show you the stuff that's positive. They only show you, oh, I got a new car or whatever the thing may be. And very rarely to at all do they ever show my life is a mess, chaotic, yeah, right. we're behind on our mortgage, I can't stand my spouse, my kids are like, nobody ever goes into that part. So all you're seeing is this little, maybe 5% sliver of what their life actually is, not realizing the 95% that they're keeping hidden from the public. So don't worry yeah. about perfection. Like Evan said, no one's perfect. Yeah, that was a good, uh, a good way to start this pod. So that was episode one in a nutshell, the myth of perfection. That was Corey. Like I said, alone, our second most listens was actually the second podcast. And that was what we learned in 2020 and what to look for in 2021. 
which was very interesting because now we're here a year later. Um, and so I listened to that one. That was both of us. We both talked in that podcast about all of the pivots we did through um, 2020 and the uh, COVID shutdowns and then reopenings and then outdoor only and then virtual only and then you know all the everything that went on that we don't have to really get into too much because everyone knows shit <laughs> show and uh i listened to that one and the interesting stuff was what to look for in 2021 and how much of it has come true we talked about this podcast having it being very consistent um because we were just starting this and we didn't know we might have after five or ten weeks been like you know what uh, don't do no it. one's listening no one's responding. It's adding too much work to art. There's no whatever. And uh, we've been able to figure that out. So that's cool to look back in hindsight because we really didn't know. Um, at that point, the gyms were, weren't were even close to normal. And now they are. Um, we're about pretty close. We have, of course, attendance that we monitor still just with a precaution. We don't want to just you know, throw 38 people in here, double up at every station. Like, uh, I guess we had from time to time, it's still kind of modified that way. Um, but when you come in, it's the same thing. You know, we just have some sanitize hand sanitizers at stations. Masks are optional. Everything's pretty, pretty much as normal pretty as you can get fluid. It. Yeah. I mean, we, we at Wixom don't necessarily rotate like we used to do. I mean, we used to do 45 seconds at one station, then you'd have a 15 second break to rotate to the next one. Um, we haven't necessarily gotten back to doing that yet, but we could. I just remember back how it was kind of, it could get kind of crazy when people would have to leave dumbbells out. So the next group would come and grab dumbbells to go do yeah. a dumbbell bench press and then you they're lost and you're not sure and then the time starts. So we've been more so everyone does their station for X amount of rounds, you know, whatever the, the workout is. And then we move on to the next one and it's been working really great. Having a lot of really good results, still able to mix up the workouts and keep them fun. So, um, but that's still 99.9% .9 of everything back to normal. And that was just interesting listening to that podcast. I could tell in our, in our tones that that's all we kind of wanted was just let's, can we just get back to where, we had normal gym problems. Remember that was no, the, it was though. It's was like the you want to have like the shit where it's like, oh, we have just the shit you can come back from. We're like, oh, we had a bunch of cancellations or freezes this month. It's okay, we're gonna make up for it. Like, but it is having to be like shit. We have to train in a parking lot that's under construction. Oh yeah, or we have to film a video that my phone doesn't have any more storage on it. So you got to delete a bunch of, you know, pictures of your kids, pictures of your kids and like videos <laughs> off of there, or you go to upload a video and the internet cuts out and the workout squares and what equipment to buy. And then you can't buy equipment because everybody in the world's buying workout equipment. And oh, yeah. it was just, it's like one of the first shortages there was, it was like toilet paper, Number one shortage. Number two, dumbbells. Yeah. <laughs> like well, they were on the like, marketplace. People were selling like a 30-pound kettlebell for like $200. Oh, yeah. Just because they knew there was nowhere else to go. Wild. But, God, that was stressful. 
I didn't even realize, like looking at that board with all of our, we have a board in the back with all of our projections, but like we weren't even at regular normal capacity until July, which doesn't seem like it was that long ago. No. We were operating at 30% this yeah, time last year. to think about. 30%, and then it got bumped to like 50 in the spring. And then it wasn't until July where we could actually like peel the Band-Aid off and go, okay, you guys can have... Come on in and work out, baby. Yeah. If you are comfortable and want to work out. But 30%, like in. how do they expect anybody to make it at 30% mm -hmm. of the business? Like that's nuts. Yeah. But good God. Very grateful. Very thankful. Very thankful. So the next listen to was skipped down to our fifth episode, which was called How We Can Should How We Can and Should Limit Bad Days. And that was a solo me. And so what happened was I had this whole podcast recorded with the wonderful Rebecca Congdon, who is a therapist and member, which we all know if we've listened to this podcast. Um, and I goofed when recording it. I blew it. I messed up just the recording. So we went through this whole thing and then didn't have anything uh, to put out for that week. So I had to do a solo one and kind of talk more personally about um, what a bad day may feel like, what it may be, how a lot of them are. I was listening to this one on the way over here, so it's the most fresh. Um, I was talking about how a lot of them are kind of preemptive, and you kind of know before you get out of bed, you go, uh, I'm just not feeling it today, and, and why that is, and what's um, the do's and don'ts and things to avoid, and then also the psychology behind it, which I referenced um which ironically was the next most listened to podcast, the fourth most listened to podcast, which was the ninth episode, which was when we actually got Becky inside of the uh, gym to record the podcast that we had planned. So that one, the third most listened to was called How We Can and Should Limit Bad Days, and that was just with me. And then the fourth was the ninth episode, and it was called How to Limit bad days part two um and that one was with becky and so that was really interesting she is a um therapist as we know behavioral specialist talks um a lot i think she said that she um, has a focus on panic disorder and anxiety and things like that so it was very interesting i know a lot of us if we're listening to this now listen to it then but i going back and listening to it just on the way here um found it incredibly interesting and there's a lot of good stuff um on there from her just about you know getting out of our head and living and pushing and the role that fitness had th these gyms have on coping mood with and stress and mood yeah and making things um better the big the last thing i left off on before i got out of the car to come in here uh to do this was um she opened her own practice right so she started a business and during all of that craziness and you know exactly how that is um i know exactly how that is when we opened wixom it uh it's you have zero time to do anything else right you're the busiest you've ever been plus she has a family she has two children husband um 
and all of that kind of stuff. And yet somehow that during that whole year was when she was working out the most. She was most consistently in the gym four or five days a week. Um, and it just kind of fit into her just routine. Just mentally she knew like yeah. but this on paper, going to suck for a little bit. But. And on paper you'd think that would be the time where, oh, maybe you are letting stuff for your own physical health slide because you're – eating whatever just because it's fast and it's easy because you're running from the business to home to the recital back to the business to the to your real work so that you can afford to open this business to you know and then you put your yeah you put your health on the back burner like, right because uh. you and on paper that actually makes sense you go okay what can i eliminate if i'm going to fill all of my days with this stuff and i still need to sleep and i still need to eat and i still need to do this um spend time with my kids I'm not going to spend time at the gym. And she said that on days when she would miss the gym, she would actually find herself feeling more tired and, and days were longer and, and this. So we touched up base on that mood. Um, if by chance you missed that one, like I said, I doubt it because I said, you know, our fourth most listens. Um, if you're listening to this one now, I'm sure you listened to that one, but it's episode nine. Go back and check that one out with Becky. Um, How to limit bad days. It was a very good one. It's huge though. And even like you said, like just when your body is used to getting that big energy release every single day or three times a week or four days a week, and then you immediately take that away, like it, it's hard. Your whole body, your whole everything has to like readjust mm -hmm. and go, okay, where the hell do I put this? And then that's when you see people get anxious. That's when you see people have, you know, their nerves are out of whack. Yep. And it can be easily remedied, but a lot of people have the the uh, the reverse approach of that and go, oh, I got a lot of things going on. I really should make sure I'm taking care of myself or I got a lot of things going on. I really got to make sure I hit the gym today to, to make it better, where instead they'll do the opposite and go, I got a lot of stuff going on. I'm stressed out. Maybe I'm not going to work out. I'm not going to take care of myself. And then that just snowballs makes everything big, harder yeah this big crazy ass problem that you have now it uh, and it's a, it's a cool way to test it um just doing something small if you let's say you work from home or you don't have kids or whatever and you can just your days are pretty chill right now a lot of your work you a lot of days you don't even have to get out of your pajamas if you don't want to and you're still working like you're still productive you're still doing something it's not like you're just chilling um but just your days don't really require much. Start your day by doing like a chore around the house, clean the kitchen, organize the pantry and see how much better your day feels. Um, and that's just small stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, or go out and, do, and work from a coffee shop for the first two hours of your day or go out and grab lunch instead of, you know, just wake up, in lay in and, bed, right? Laying in bed, coffee. turning on your laptop in bed. So that you're you're yeah. clocked in and when you're still going, in bed. Yeah. Try doing stuff like that. It's interesting what it can do to your mind to get that productivity rolling in it. I bet you have a better work day. You feel better all day. And then you get more energy. So maybe when the work day's over, you'll hit a workout. Who knows? So, yeah, that was really, really cool. That was interesting. And then um, after that, our – our last couple most popular ones was the other one with Becky when we talked about the topic of languishing, um, which was very, very interesting. 
I did not get a chance to re-listen to that one, so I don't want to get into it too much. Um, but languishing is when we don't feel bad, but we don't feel good. And um, the reason that was a topic is because that was in the middle of all of the, you know, that was when we were exhausted from COVID and not so much fear of it, but society was turning more so annoyed, I think, as a whole, where everyone was like, two more weeks to, for lockdowns, and then two weeks would pass, and then it was two more weeks for lockdowns, and then two weeks would pass, and it was two more weeks for lockdowns. And everyone just wanted this normalcy back, and it was kind of when, uh, I don't want to say fun, but the uh, the newness of COVID had left, and then we were just over it. Where it's just like, okay, let's get back to normalcy now. Well, you want it just to be like shot straight too. Like if this is going to suck for six more months, just say it's going to suck for six right. more months. And that's not how it progressed. And who knows? I, I'm assuming that's because nobody knew. Yeah. And also if somebody would have said two years ago, hey, you're going to be dealing with this in 2022, we'd be like, uh, what damn are you see yeah. yeah and that would be a lot to bear so who knows who knows but uh yeah that was a good one languishing it's kind of that sense of blah that we all got into where we weren't necessarily depressed and and down and had this sense of you know dread and loathing but we weren't happy and everything just was kind of very melancholy and blah and society really had this thing and there there's a name for it it's called languishing and Becky gets into that uh, a lot. It was very, very interesting from her from her background. And then other than that, on my notes, I had just a couple of standouts. I had the question and answer episode, which was fun. That uh, I'm trying to remember who wrote in. My friend Anthony wrote some questions. Jamie asked some questions. Kristen. Um, so sorry if I forgot you, Becky. That, that it was a it was a podcast where I just it was strictly asking questions, and then I just went through and answered them all via podcast. And I do want to do another one. We should do one for you. I want to do one too. I got this idea. You should do, do you ever one listen for you. to Andy Frisella? Nope. He does one where it's him and his friend cruise the internet, and they just look up like stuff that's going on in the world, like fitness stuff, world stuff. It can be like about it? hoaxes, like you can type in weight loss. And go, uh, all right, first thing that comes up is blah, 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 weight loss. So you just talk this about it. This is bullshit it. or it's legit. Oh, that's a great and idea. You just kind of look up like different topics and just ramble. So that'd be cool. Like yeah, a little Q&A or something yeah. like that. Yeah, maybe the next, maybe we'll start January with it. We'll have, uh, well, not January, but we'll start uh, with a Corey question and and answer a lot of business stuff. I bet people would be curious about. Um, I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions about being a dad. And then um, the Alex Honnold episode, which we talked about, which was probably one of the most fun episodes I remember recording because I was absolutely obsessed with that guy for one week. One week he never watched it again. He absorbed my entire thoughts, <laughs> and then you know I follow him on Instagram and I listen to his podcast, and then. Just kind of lost interest, but it's not that I lost interest. It's just he wasn't that captivated. I was obsessed, and it was right in the time when we were talking about all of this psychology with uh, 
with Becky and she came in and she told me about it. And then she had me watch this other thing and these rock climbers. And, and just a reminder, Alex Honnold climbed um, this rock formation in Yosemite State Park uh, without a rope. And he just completely climbed El Capitan is what it's called. And at any time, you know, if he was off by in a millimeter on anything, he would have fallen to his death. And he, so we talked a lot about the psychology of why he was able to do that, how he was able to do that. And then just the power, the willpower of a human being that makes something like going to the gym for 30 minutes seem so, but like perspective wise, so easy, right? Or sometimes when we think things are so bad or this was such a hard day or this was such a tragedy or whatever, it's like, maybe we really aren't facing that much adversity all the time in our day to day. Maybe we're all kind of out of perspective and, and maybe we really aren't challenging ourselves as much as we think we are or as much as we're capable of. Cause you watch somebody like this do this superhuman, in my opinion, superhuman, the most impressive thing I've ever seen a human being do. I just thought about like how, like to do that, perfectly and you think about like even if we we go to hockey how many mistakes you make in a game oh yeah brain farts your hand slips you trip over oh, your foot you get way more mistakes rut. than doing things right oh yeah you and if they more. would have said like you have to play a perfect yep. hockey game how freaking hard impossible it would be impossible. The puck rolls, yeah. your feet do weird things, you yeah. bite something, your skate flips out from under Somebody you. Somebody does something you're not expecting. Yeah. You know? And know that, like, okay, if I mess up, at least I have pads and a helmet and show. But to know, like, you have to climb this Nothing. freaking mountain perfectly. And if you make one little brain fart or mistake or your hand slips or your foot slips or a bug freaks you out, and you get you breathe wrong, they, you're just gonna plummet to your death. Yep. Crazy. Insane. And there's a there's a part in that. Um, if you have no idea what this is, look up the documentary Free Solo. I'm like rewatch it pretty soon, um, just to feel something. <laughs> but uh, there's this part. There was one part of this ascend where he was like 50-50 on if he could do it or not. It was the hardest part. I forgot what it was called. There's a name for every little maneuver. He has to maneuver. like jump, doesn't he? He has to like swing his leg over and like there's a couple of different options and strategies he could do. But he literally was like, oh, when I get there, it's that's the moment. That's 50-50. I'm pretty confident before that. I'm pretty confident after that. But I'm that's, pretty sure I can do it. But that's kind of the, pretty sure. the part. It's just like imagine – I mean you literally – that's a coin toss. You're putting your life to a coin toss. And the mental strength to be able to stay confident and focused in that moment. <laughs> We're like, well, this is the moment I either live I would or be, die. I would be so much like, oh, what if I mess it up? What if I mess it up? What if I mess it up? Like the yips. People get the yips all the time. Yeah. Something so easy, like an empty net, if you're talking about hockey. Okay, all I got to do is just put this in the empty. The net, net is huge, and yeah. this puck is the size of my. All I got to do hands. is not I'm, even. I'm five feet away. All I got to do is put it in the empty net, and if you psych yourself out of it enough, you will miss. You overthink it. You will. I'm a feet Opportunity. I'm on to this. And so, how he was able to, in that moment, stay confident and be like, "Oh, I got this," because that's what he needed to do. Because if he let himself go, what if I don't got this? He's not going to get it. Yeah. It's just 
it's mind-boggling and so impressive. That's the thing. When you let just your body do what it's designed to do, like the same thing when people do box jumps, how we always yeah, tell them like, that's a great you can comparison. do this, but that's a great it is. Comparison. They just got to jump and just own it. But the minute their like heels come up and their toes are about to leave the ground, they go, shit, what if I yeah. don't do it? Maybe I won't. And then they end up duffing one. Yeah. And it's okay to, to use precaution. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying just be reckless. I can do anything, baby. I'm going to go do a backflip. Believe flip. in yourself. But, uh, yeah, if it's something you're working towards or practicing or have something um, and you do have days where you feel confident, harness that. Remember that because it's, that's, that's real. But, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was an amazing time. That was a really, like I said, probably the podcast I enjoyed most recording. I remember we were here over at Milford in the office back there recording that one. Um, what else? And then the last one I have on there was just, uh, the energy vampire episode, just because I've had a lot of comments about, um, energy vampires since making that episode and how detrimental they are to us. People who are, are negative. And I talked about that one a lot about my house. I was buying a house and I was very excited. It's my first house. And about 90% of the people I talked to were very quick to tell me about all the negatives. Oh, I hope you like raking leaves. Oh, I hope you like doing this. Oh, I hope you like cleaning gutters. It's just like, thanks. So that's yeah. all it was, was about avoiding those energy vampires. And uh, I can say nothing has changed. Now that I'm expecting a little boy in April, guess what? Everybody tells me all the negatives they're going to have. And then at the end, they'll be like, oh, but it's the best thing you could that's ever the best, do. Though. Oh, okay, thanks. But it's, you know, it's the same old, oh, I hope you like cleaning poop. Oh, I hope you hope you get your sleep now. It's like, all right. A part of it is those are the people that have, like, the constant shit storms going on. And it's like you wonder why, and you're just attracting this over and over and over again. But, yeah, so when all in your life is just attracting negativity and negativity and negativity – it is. It's that karma thing where it's like what goes around comes around. And if you're just breeding stress upon stress upon bad moment or you're waiting for the next bad thing, like you're always going to find the bad thing if you look hard enough. Um, but in the same thing, if you're constantly positive, generally you'll find those positive things or the positive things tend to gravitate towards you too. But it's easy. It's easy to complain. It's easy to say blah blah you know this is how it's going to be part of it's funny some of part of it's yeah. the way people are but you know the humor and stuff is good and and of course everybody who like you've never you'll never meet anybody who has a kid and they go oh you're expecting that sucks it sucks <laughs> there's zero good that comes from it you know it's always Oh, you're going to love it. It's going to be the best. But then just have to throw in the the anxiety. The, yeah, but something's going to be the hardest thing you've ever done. Okay, bye. Just close the door and walk out. Well, I was scared. Okay. Like when we had. I'm obviously freaking out. Vivanella, the same thing. Everyone's like, you're not going to. Like no one gives you like a handbook or like no. shit. You just. Of course you, not. The baby is born. You stay for a day. And then they send you home. Yeah, I'm freaking out about that exact moment. And then, like, that's it. You just go, okay. 
Guess it's on us now. Yeah. But I it's know. like it's not I'm freaking rocket out about science. You know, like, okay, moment. crying means you're either hungry, sleepy, or we yep. got to change your diaper. Yep. And then it kind of evolves into, okay, now you can kind of communicate a little bit. Now you, you can of, do this. And you get the timing down. You go, oh, you can. Let's put you down for at this time. You'll wake up at this time. You want to know what was actually wild? And this is probably, I won't say this person's name because in the mom community, this would get this person in trouble. Um, but a member at the gym, when I first, you know, announced that we were pregnant, came in and was like, well, you have a dog, right? And I was like, <laughs> yes, where are you going with this? Same thing. And she was like, pretty close, right? Like you can't communicate. Yeah. It actually might be better because at least a baby's in diapers. The dog just shits all over your house when you don't know what to Freezing do. Freezing cold. And I was like, this is the greatest speech for one person to be like, Hey, Ev, you're going to handle this just fine. It was like such relief. It's, for some, it's human nature to keep people stressed almost. Yeah. Like to keep them thinking, ah, oh, you're not going to, I don't know. It's a challenge or it's it's a reverse way to pat themselves on the back. To be like, oh, I did it. I, I don't know if you out. can, but I did it. So yay me. It's weird. It's a weird thing about, and it doesn't just happen with kids. It happens with with everything. Think about when you do a hard workout and then you text your friend who's coming to the next class and you love to go, oh, it was an ass kicker. Good luck. People, people always want to be the I told you so. Yeah, person. people love that. They don't know why. They always want to be the Fuel I told you so. You should have listened to I me. I did it first. I, I did, did it. First. I did it. I did it. It all circles back to me, what I did. Super interesting. That's the one thing. They said people love talking about themselves. Oh, yeah. It's like human nature. So if you can get them anything to get them going. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, it's my biggest biggest pet peeve, which is a perfect segue into the last one that I put a note for was the pet peeve episode. I talked about the over small stuff, like the overuse of awesome and amazing. That drives me nuts because it's like you ruin the word. Because everything's amazing. All those Christmas cookies are amazing. Have you seen? Like, these are these are good Christmas cookies, but do you know what amazing means? Um, and it's not amazing. The Bachelor and the Bachelorette, they did a clip of all the past seasons. And it might have just been one season. And every oh, time a person said amazing, <laughs> they did it. And they, the whole thing, and it was only like maybe 10 episodes. Oh, the whole thing. But it thing. was, your smile is amazing. Yeah. Oh my God, he's this champagne is amazing. Yeah. This beach is amazing. And it was just constant, the same thing. Doesn't that irritate She's people? so amazing. Like, you guys because no need to stop. No one's actually saying anything. Why don't no. you tell me how you really feel? Like, yeah. don't you don't have to be mean. Well, it loses its power it loses, after a while. That's, that's exactly why it drives me nuts. That's exactly why it's my, like, awesome if was the example was like, I used. Yeah. Awesome means that you are struck with awe. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but people are like, these shoes are awesome. It's like, no, these shoes are shoes. They're great. These shoes are good shoes. They're, They're incredible. Awesome. What happens when something awesome happens? You can't use it anymore. Yeah. You can't. And so when I see somebody do something awesome and I go, hey, man, that was awesome. They're going to be like, okay, thanks. It means it. Thanks. That's nice. But what I'm actually saying is what you did was so incredible. Alex Honnold, 
I mean, if I imagine if I watched somebody climb El Cap with no, and when he was looking at me face to face, all I said was, "Dude, that was awesome," yeah. and then left. Like it obviously deserves more than that, right? But really, no. We've just ruined the word. We had a perfectly good word for what that was, and we blew it. Ooh, pet peeve. Now you use it for pet peeve. Your hair. Yeah. Your hair. Your is hair awesome. looks awesome. Thank you. Hair looks awesome. No, I know. Uh, There's a lot of them. That's funny. My pet peeve is um, definitely the the negative, though. Like we said, the, everyone's got a shroud. Whatever we're, whatever's talking on with a negative. When people have to put the negative twist in it, it drives me nuts. You know, Everybody wants stuff. to be the I told you so. That's why all this COVID shit is never ending because freaking social media. Everybody True. wants to be the one that I told you so, or I heard my brother-in-law yeah. said that this, this, and this. I told you this wouldn't work. Yeah. I told you that was this. And yeah. it's just, it is. It's just a pissing contest of like, who who's going to be the last one to be right. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? That game never ends. No. That's the interesting part. No. And you can replace it with anything. It doesn't have to be. You can replace it with my TV is bigger than yours, and it just turns into – yeah, I want to be the one that said I told you so, so bad. Yeah. Drives you nuts. It does. What a great way to end this on a big negative. Big negative one <laughs> to close out the year. All right. We're a- end it angry. Happy mad, New Year, guys. Merry slam Christmas. Slam the computer. People are going to drive their cars off the road. <laughs> I can't handle this shit anymore. Turn the podcast off and then just sit down for an hour and stare into space. <laughs> what is becoming of my life? None of this is there's no purpose in this anymore. Uh, that was a fun episode. That was fun to recap that. A lot of stuff, and there's a lot of stuff we didn't even talk about. Um, I had an episode with my wife in there, which was fun. Um, Ella was born during these, yeah. So there was some Ella, which is, I mean, amazing, right? No, she was born before these, no, she was born before. But she's become a person. She's more like or less. sentient now. Yeah. <laughs> she can communicate. She can wobble. Yeah. That's um, all she does. Just say points and either says yes or no. Yeah. It's like dealing with like a a person who can't speak. Well, she can't speak, but at least she can. You know, you she's want this? Thinking. I just go open the fridge and I point to every item. Until she, she gives a yes. Okay. Yes. Funny little creatures they are. We shall see. A young man I will have. It's still so weird that I'm having a boy. So weird. I'm very much not prepared for this. Better get my sleep now. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be be good, though. I want to be like, have a gym. Tell me how much sleep you get when your first session starts. At 5.30 in the morning every single day. It's honestly our I'm used to no sleep, baby. Is if you have kids, it's like the best. The perfect schedule. I know. You wake up, get your important shit done. You can go home, help out. You can take a little nap if they take a nap. You can work out. And then the afternoon, if you got to go back for just a couple hours, it's not a yeah. big deal. Yeah, it's we have a good... A good plan in place, and if everything works out the way that it should, we might be able to get away with not even having a, not even having help throughout the week. Yeah. Um, 
just because Channy can work from home now um, three days a week. So on the days when I'm, I can, you know, I'm at, if she works from home, you know, I can be at the gym. And then when she has to be away at work, I can just adjust my, I can go in early and still be home in time for her to leave for, for work. And just kind of flip flop. Yeah. And then do the work from home. And then when she gets back from work, I can go back for the late sessions if I need to or not. So it's. It works good though. It does work well with our, at least something fits this schedule, right? I know. Something makes sense to skip up. But even that, like childcare is so damn big. Like if we had oh, just normal nine to fives. I know. And it'd just be depressing to never see your yeah. kid. Like if you didn't get home. Yeah, you got to go. You say good morning, give him a kiss, leave, and then have dinner, then get him ready in the bath. It's like that's my day. Yeah. At least you can see your. Yeah, it's hard. Babes every day. Some days you don't want to, but <laughs> most of the time they're pretty darn good. What else? 2022 that's, or should we keep it for next episode? Let's do next one because next one will do will be the, uh, the week of New Year's. It'll right. be perfect. We'll save it. All right, peeps. Thank you so much for listening this year. 52 episodes gone. The 53rd will be, as always, scheduled for next week. Next Wednesday it will come out. Thank you for turning this on and listening. Uh, what else? You guys know the drill. Supplements, everybody. Supplements and merch. Um, head to core4supplements.com. Use the code word podcast at the checkout, and you'll get 10% off of everything. Please try the cinnamon bun protein. I tried to order some for the gym, and it has been so popular amongst sold out. all the gyms that it has been sold out. So Me too. you guys, I believe, can get your hands on it if you just order um, like a tub of it. But uh, since we are – I think it would be the opposite. But since we're vendors, they have to obviously give us way more supply, and uh, it's just a, a hot commodity. So get it while it's hot. Enjoy. And uh, that's it. That's it. Peace and soul. Love you guys. Bye-bye.